single mom was last seen leaving a party with her much younger boyfriend, Kevin Duck. I never saw her again. Now Donna's mother and her three sons are worried sick because Kevin Duck isn't Prince Charming. He's a real-life monster. I had concerns for my mom's safety the second I knew she was with Kevin. Duck's been arrested for assaulting both his ex-wife and a former girlfriend. He even beat his two-year-old daughter savagely with a PVC pipe. Everyone knew how he treated his own daughter. I've been following playing scenarios in my head, and I knew that he was one of the last people that were with her. Donna's sons begin desperately searching for their mom. I started calling my mom's closest friend, seeing if I could get a hold of her. Adding to their concern, Donna's best friend tells them she got a cryptic, misspelled text from Donna saying she left the party because she was tore up after taking a pain pill. But the friend says she found it strange because Donna never texted her. She usually just called. She wouldn't leave town or hide someplace without me or my brothers knowing. We would know what was going on. In my head, in my heart, in my mind, I just knew it was Kevin. Brandon tracks down Duck looking for answers. I asked him what to suspect their friend is the victim of foul play. Having done this for 21, 22 years, uh, the bells went off. Prosecuting attorneys Michelle Lawrence and Joe Graham say cops go back to where the mystery all began. That party where Donna and Duck were last seen together. It leads them to a woman who lives a few doors down. But this case is personal for the Hot Springs police. Every one of the policemen just wept when she was missing. She was one of our own. And so I think that that motivated law enforcement to turn over every rock in the investigation. Still knowing at the time the Forestry Service found it, that it was completely engulfed in flames and they just let it burn out at that point in time. It was torched. It was completely uh, burned. And uh, as a law enforcement individual, you go to something's not right here. Something doesn't make sense here. Is it possible Donna's torched the car to throw Kevin Duck off her trail in a desperate attempt to escape from him? Or was the fire set to cover up a horrible act of violence? 46-year-old Donna Natsky was starting her life over in Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, after her husband of 20 years blindsided her with divorce papers. But Donna seemed to be picking up the pieces, and a big part of that was taking the job as a dispatcher for the local police department. Everyone, every policeman just loved her. I don't think she had an enemy or a person that didn't like her. Yet Donna's family says there was still an empty hole in her heart. She went through 20 years of being with someone that she loved. I think she wanted to kind of find that again. She just didn't want to be lonely. But Donna's lonely days were about to be over. To everyone's surprise, the soon-to-be divorcee shows up in town on the arm of Kevin Duck, a man 18 years younger. She loved the attention because she wasn't used to it, and that was her attraction to it. Donna's mom, Doris, says her daughter often asked her to tag along on her dates with Duck. She would... Mom picked me up and take me to so-and-so. I'm supposed to meet Kevin, so she'd go with me. We just kind of went with it because we were just trying to make our mom happy. But Donna's happiness is short-lived.
lived. Duck's once loving affection suddenly morphs into evil jealousy. He was always with his hand on her leg, rubbing her back, snapping her bra. Very inappropriate. To be that protective and that handsy with her was concerning. Donna begins going out of her way to avoid Duck. Her attitude toward him changed right then. There was even gossip swirling around the village that Donna had started dating a cop she worked with at the police department. Everyone was expecting Donna to dump Duck once and for all, but he wasn't about to let that happen. She came home from work and he was moved in. Doris says Donna was forced, wasn't even final yet, and Duck moved into her home without asking. She was appalled. But he wasn't about to move out because he had given up his townhouse. Duck tries to win Donna over by showering her with lavish gifts, even buys her a car. I felt that Donna was smart enough that she'd see through him, too. But for some reason, to everyone's surprise, Donna doesn't throw him out. In the back of my head, I'm saying, you know, there's, there's something not right. The whole situation just was off to me. It appears Donna's had a change of heart and wants to make the relationship work. So when the couple gets invited to a Christmas party, she happily accepts. Then, at the last minute, Donna asks her mother to come along. When they picked me up, there was not good vibes between them. She was almost ready to cry. And I noticed her nose was red. When she's upset, her nose got red. At the party, Donna and Duck both tossed back a few drinks, but neither appeared to be in a festive mood. I, when they were together, you know, he was being very attentive, but that night they were not attentive at all. Around 10.30, Doris says she looks around the party and is shocked to find both Donna and Duck are gone. Donna's purse was still there. And I said, well, Donna's glasses and her cigarettes and everything and my credit cards were in her purse. Donna would never have left that purse. Donna had never abandoned her mother before and would never leave without at least a goodbye. A worried friend calls Donna to make sure she's okay. A little later, a strangely worded text comes back from Donna's cell that she took a pain pill and was, quote, tore up. Everyone goes to bed believing Donna Napsky is fine. But when the sun rises the next morning, so does a disturbing mystery. I woke up at like 5.45 a.m., sometime roughly when my mom would be going to work. And I saw her car out in the driveway after the Christmas party. A friend then spots Donna's car speeding through the village toward her office. People saw it driving roughly around 6 a.m. that morning. But moments later, Donna and her car both vanish. And within five minutes, she was gone. Up next, what or who would make Donna Napsky run? And a stunning clue on a piece of clothing. Will it solve the mystery? There was a mixture of DNA on her bra. <laughs> Where is Donna Napsky? single mom was last seen leaving a party with her much younger boyfriend, Kevin Duck. I never saw her again. Now Donna's mother and her three sons are worried sick because Kevin Duck isn't Prince Charming. He's a real-life monster. I 
launch a ground search in the area surrounding the burned car. Word got out pretty well about it. People coming out to help. Hours, then days pass. Hopes of finding Donna alive begin to fade. Oh my know that mom's out there somewhere. It was cold outside. There was days that it was raining. I was just sitting there just thinking, like, I don't need to be here right now. I need to be out there. I need to be trying to look for her. I need to be trying to find her. We went on for nine or ten days with very little sleep and always on edge, always wondering where mom was. My biggest fear was we never would find her. Then one of the most unlikely people volunteers to join the search. Luther Duck, who is Kevin Duck's father, had been one of the persons who showed up to volunteer to do the search. Duck's dad tells cops he believes he knows exactly where to find Donna. Luther had volunteered to search a certain portion, and his reasoning was uh, this was a portion that was very close to where the childhood home of Kevin Duck was, where Luther Duck had raised him. Luther specifically wants to search a pod that he used to take Kevin to when he was a young boy. Kevin spent a lot of time there. He said if he's killed her, that's where she is. And there, in that pond, officers find pieces of Donna's body scattered along the shore. They found her body deceased. She had been there for some time. My understanding was that it was a very gruesome scene. Donna's remains paint a painful picture. The coroner determines she was brutally beaten, but that's not what killed her. From what the medical examiner um, told us was that she did receive blunt force trauma, but at the time that she was dumped into the pond, um, she was still alive, and she drowned. It's something that just takes breath away. It's something that just won't believe what happened at night. Donna's boys and the cops are more convinced than ever Kevin Duck is the killer. We've had intuition that Kevin Duck was the suspect, um, but of course we have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. Donna's naked body was so badly decomposed, cops had little to work with. Luckily, they find her clothes strewn throughout the forest, and there, on her bra, DNA evidence that cops hope will confirm Kevin Duck is their killer. There was a mixture of DNA. Uh, part of the mixture was Donna, which is completely expected on her bra. The other part of the mixture uh, was a male profile. There was no doubt in my mind that Kevin had killed my mother. But hold on. The results are in, and cops are stunned. It was not his DNA. Up next... Who was with Donna right before she died? We had heard rumors from other police officers that the two of them may have been having an affair. And could a cell phone lead to Donna's killer? They could hear his phone being next to the pond where Donna Haskins' body was eventually found. There was little doubt in anyone's mind who
is it? Prosecutors tell Crime Watch Daily the sample doesn't match anybody in the national DNA data system. So the question now, who was the Donna when she was murdered? There's no doubt that whomever's DNA is on that procedure had something to do with this murder. Attorneys Brian Johnson and Clay Jansky represent Kevin Duck. They say that mystery DNA, along with some clothing found near the crime scene, prove Kevin Duck didn't do it. And there was also some clothing that was found on a barbed wire fence out there that they could not match back to any of Mr. Duck's clothing. Duck maintains he was at home sleeping the night Donna was murdered. Tells detectives he remembers Donna saying she was going back to the party after he went to bed. Donna was going to head straight back to the party, get her mother, and then take her back to her vehicle or stay at the party for a little bit longer. But Donna never made it. There was obviously another person that came into contact with her. Investigators look at Donna's soon-to-be ex-husband, Todd Natsky. I mean, obviously, you got divorce going on. Todd had sued Donna's mother about some money issues, so we certainly thought that Todd would be a suspect. But Todd has an alibi, and it's rock solid. Todd Natsky had a completely airtight alibi. Uh, one of their children was with him. His then-girlfriend was with him during all the times that this could have happened. Then Duck makes a jaw-dropping accusation, pointing the finger right at Hot Springs' top cop. Kevin also heard that the chief of police was having some type of relationship with Donna Natsky. Remember, Donna was a police dispatcher and worked with Chief David Flory at the Hot Springs Police Department. We had been approached by a couple of police officers that were under the chief's control who had said that they believed that they, there was an affair that was going on. Police Chief Flory vehemently denies the accusation and voluntarily submits his own DNA sample. They did a DNA test and it didn't match. For months, the DNA remains a mystery and so does the identity of Donna's killer. But her co-workers refuse to give up until they find the real killer. This one was very personal for the Hot Springs Village. This was one of their dispatchers. This was one of them. Definitely paid attention to it to make sure justice would be done. Then an unexpected witness comes forward, Kevin Duck's ex-wife. She tells detectives a story that sends chills down their spines, revealing an eerie, familiar story about how Kevin Duck brutalized and then left her for dead. He had beaten her up, taken her out into the middle of the woods, and just left her. Now investigators can't help but wonder if their initial suspicions were correct. All of the signs pointed to Kevin Duck. But could they prove it? They began uh, interviewing anyone and everyone uh, in the timeline from when Donna uh, had last been seen. One of the people who worked with him said they noticed him checking various things on his work computer, uh, the weather, uh, the Greyhound bus schedule to Canada, uh, a few other things that just struck him as odd. They interviewed uh, the employer for Kevin Duck who articulated that that morning he was supposed to be at work at 8.30. He did not show up until about 10.10 a.m., which was late for him. So where was Duck the morning after Donna disappeared? On a hunch, cops subpoena cell tower records in the area to track the location of Duck's cell phone during the hours Donna went missing. The results were not good for Duck. Cell phone analysis showed that uh, 
he could have been within 200 yards from where the car ended up burned out on the very remote National Forest Road. Shortly thereafter, they located the stone being next to the pond where Donna Natsky's body was eventually found. Kevin Duck was clearly the first one who killed Donna Natsky. Cops arrest Kevin Duck for the murder of Donna Natsky. Kevin Duck was charged with murder in the first degree. Uh, the only thing higher in Arkansas is capital murder. But prosecutors know proving the case is going to be difficult. It was a circumstantial case. Nobody saw him do it. We have a uh, neighbor who saw that there was some type of scuttle. Then you have the employer of Kevin Duck. To top it all off, you had these phone records that basically put him in a certain place near Donna, near her destroyed car, at the times when it would have happened. But what they don't have is an answer to that critical question, whose DNA was on Donna's bra? At the very least, it tells you that somebody else was present there. The real physical evidence in this case points to somebody besides Kevin Duck. Despite the mystery DNA, Kevin Duck is charged with murder. His trial lasts four days, and after just four hours of deliberation, the jury is back with a verdict. He was found guilty of murder in the first degree. No chance for parole at all. The mystery of the DNA may never be solved. Did somebody help Duck kill Donna? Or was the DNA planted to throw cops off Duck's trail? I think he genuinely feels bad for Donna Natsky's family, but also still maintains that he's innocent of the, of the crime. But Donna's family doesn't want to hear it. Her son's... It was Kevin Duck who killed their mom and robbed them of a lifetime of memories. I'm going to have to go through my wedding without my mom. I'm going to have to go through the birth of my children without my mom. Give my first big job. All these milestones throughout my and my brother's lives, she's just not there. She's just gone. And Donna took a big chunk of her mother's heart with her. It wasn't right. sentencing hearing, Duck's brother testified that Kevin became very violent when he was seven years old, even faking his own suicide by firing a shotgun in his bedroom. After sentencing, while Duck was being transferred to the jail, the convicted killer told reporters, quote, I think we all made a mistake. Duck has already filed a notice to appeal his conviction. I'm Chris Hansen. If you like this